Welcome to the Curious Podcast, where we are constantly in the process of getting to the bottom of shit. With gang stalking, everything seems connected, and any unimportant mundane details in your day-to-day now have a whole new deeper meaning. That person down the street that stared at you a little too long, the siren outside your window, that sugar in the kitchen, is it where it was before? Your bag is in a different room. Has someone been in your house, moving things around? Are there microchips under your skin? Gang stalking is a very under-researched topic, but it refers to the constant harassment and intimidation of a person by a group of individuals. The stalkers are said to always be organised in what they do, as well as applying covert methods of psychological harassment to achieve revenge, silence a person, or get rid of anyone with an opposing view to them. The purpose of gang stalking is to psychologically break another person, whether it be having them question their own sanity or become highly paranoid to the point where they can't function in their own day-to-day life. In 2018, three Calgary police officers were found guilty of nine corruption-related offences relating to the harassment of local mother, Akili Taylor, whose ex-husband, Ken Carter, hired them to stalk her. All harassment against Taylor took place between 2012 and 2015. The three police officers, Anthony Braille, Brian Morton and Brad McKinnish, participated in a two-year campaign targeting Akili Taylor, whose ex, Ken Carter, was fighting for sole custody of their daughter. Carter was trying to dig up dirt on her through a private investigation firm that employed current and former officers, including the three accused. During the trial, Court of Queen's Bench Justice Brian Mahoney said, The surveillance was designed to intimidate and to highlight the power imbalance between Mr. Carter and Ms. Taylor. Early on in the trial, Taylor testified she was harassed for two years as people working for the private investigation firm surveilled, stalked and harassed her. This included installing a GPS device on her car. Friends of Taylor were offered thousands of dollars in exchange for disclosing negative information about her. Those who have reported gang stalking often mention a group of people blended in the surroundings but always close by to them, no matter if it was work, home or leisure. Gang stalking victims always notice the same group of shadowy people present at all the same locations as them. The list of physical tactics used against victims generally includes stalking behaviour and unwanted attention. The majority of gang stalking victims report that stalkers frequently mirror the victim's behaviour. Gang stalking might include mirroring physical gestures or verbal comments. 
Many victims relay that gang members often enter or leave properties and other locations at the same time as the target. Victims also frequently report that stalkers often repeat private conversations occurring in a home environment or over the phone. This ensures the victim knows they are being monitored, which usually causes distress, fear and paranoia. Before we get further into this topic, we do need to touch on mental health, as some gang stalking cases or some gang stalking victims may be, in fact, a victim of mental health. So the gang stalking theory partially began when thousands of people from different corners of the world formed communities based off their gang stalking experiences. The problem is many psychologists have spoken out about there being a link between medical conditions that cause paranoid delusions and feelings like you are being watched or gang stalked. So it's really hard to distinguish what is real or not when these underground communities on the internet bond over their shared experiences as they could be egging each other on into further paranoia. In a 2015 study, 1,040 self-defined victims of stalking filled out an anonymous questionnaire on a website offering advice and support. 12% of those people claimed to be a victim of gang stalking. They made reports of seeing, quote, teams of men in black vans, everyone in the street being plants, acting out roles towards the victim, more than a thousand people being involved, use of voice-to-skull messages, witchcraft focused through gold objects, organized electronic mind interference, docile family dog replaced by an exact double with foul temper, and remote enlargement of bodily organs. There are a lot of psychologists and psychiatrists who have spoken out about this and said they have many, many clients or patients who say things like this and also feel like they're being watched constantly. So this is why they refute a lot of the gang stalking claims saying that most of the time it might not be real and they might not actually be gang stalked. It just could be the fact that they're likely suffering from an untreated or untreatable mental condition such as paranoid schizophrenia. Gang stalking targets explain they also experience hang up calls or calls from wrong phone numbers throughout the day. Attackers may enter homes illegally or employ the assistance of the target's friends or family in an attempt to confuse the victims or to cause them to doubt their own logic and reasoning. Stalkers might rearrange or steal personal items in the workplace or home. The criminal offences of stalkers may become more aggressive or violent against the target, family members or pets. Some describe this form of harassment as a psychological attack that can completely destroy a person's life. Many do not understand or care that the end consequence of this game is to destroy a person. The trial of convicted private investigator Anthony Pelicano, which the FBI investigated, was a prime example of how the rich and famous of Hollywood use private investigators to do their bidding. 
On the 21st of November 2002, the FBI raided the office of private investigator Anthony Pelicano and found C4 plastic explosives and hard drives containing hundreds and hundreds of hours of wiretapped phone conversations. These hard drives included conversations Nicole Kidman had with various people. The evidence seized by the FBI offers irrefutable evidence that Nicole Kidman was wiretapped. What's funny is, at the time, Nicole was married to Tom Cruise, who was and still is a part of the Church of Scientology, who are very well known for gangstalking, spying and harassing those in their community. Despite those findings, there wasn't any concrete evidence linking Pelicano to Scientology. However, the HBO documentary, Going Clear, goes into this further and leaves the question hanging in the air. So, maybe you should watch it. Gang stalking is not a new thing though. Maybe it had a different name before, but it has been around for decades and maybe even longer. Gang stalking is similar to older forms of harassment and surveillance used by the KKK and Nazis, as well as cults such as Scientology. Gang stalking is described as a means used to target, terrorise and destroy an individual. Perpetrators of the stalking employ various methods such as stalking and invasion of privacy, both serious crimes in attempting to wear down the victim. Online there are many many lengthy and detailed accounts of people who are victims of gang stalking. They usually refer to themselves as targeted individuals. The phenomena of people who believe that they are being watched, followed, monitored, targeted, intimidated, used as an experimental subject and driven to suicidal thoughts is endless. Myron May was a former prosecutor based in Florida who apparently descended into paranoia in late 2004. He posted cryptic messages on Facebook saying things like, encouraged by your handler to kill. On November 20th, 2004, 31-year-old Myron May was armed with a semi-automatic pistol and shot an employee and two students at Strozier Library on the Florida State University campus shortly after midnight. As I said, he was a former prosecutor, lawyer, and an alumnus of the university. Before his shooting spree, Myron sent a frantic message to a friend that said, I do not want to die in vain, as he feared that the US government stalkers were using a direct energy weapon to hurt him. His social media showed Myron believed himself to be a targeted individual attacked by mind control and invisible weapons. He was fatally shot by responding police officers after he began shooting at them outside Strozier Library. After the shooting, it was revealed that Myron had mailed a total of 10 packages to friends throughout the country beforehand. The contents of the packages were harmless. Police obviously after shooting a civilian wanted to get straight that Myron was in a paranoia fueled state of crisis. After doing some research on Myron's case, 
and came to find that there was a pattern of individuals that go on shooting sprees believing that they are the victim of gang stalking and unfortunately Myron's case is not unique. I also came across a YouTube video of Myron speaking about his experience as a targeted individual. I'm going to play a snippet of the recording so just for a second we may be able to feel what he was going through. So like I said, the goal is literally to isolate the person, um, make them destitute uh, and financially unstable to the point where they can't take care of themselves. Many targeted individuals live in homeless shelters and on the street. Um, and they employ various tactics to accomplish their goal of destroying targeted individuals. Um, the most common uh, experience that you'll, you'll hear is and why, why the term gang stalking comes about is because they'll have people follow you around uh, whenever you go into public places. Like if you're driving on the street, people in cars will follow you around and they make themselves very known that they're there and they are present and they are looking at you. Um, if you go any public place, like going shopping or anything like that, they'll follow you around the stores. Uh, and as sick as this may sound, I've even had... Uh, stalkers followed me into church um, while I was in uh, Las Cruces uh, and in Houston. I've had uh, stalkers follow me into church uh, to harass me. Uh, that's how sick this program is. It's literally to keep the targeted individual agitated, stressed out, and never really have their mind at ease to make them paranoid. Uh, they employ isolation tactics. Um, they basically try to convince your family, your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers uh, that they should be keeping an eye on you for whatever reason they do this. Uh, some of them they pay. They pay off to, to keep an eye on you, to look at you uh, in strange ways. Um, they do this through blackmail. They blackmail individuals into uh, stalking you and harassing you, looking at you. Um, and they do this to people who actually are real criminals. Targeted individuals uh, are typically just regular Joes, every or day ordinary innocent people. Uh, and somehow we ended up on this ungodly evil list of people who have their lives literally destroyed on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, another way that they coerce everyday citizens into participating and harassing uh targeted individuals is that they uh, they'll, they'll tell them lies like you're under investigation for something or you've committed a crime or they should keep an eye on you because you're crazy. Um, and as you can see right now, I am totally not crazy. I'm, I'm completely sane, but they've employed these tactics against me as well to try to make me appear uh, to be a crazy person. Now, it's already been established that gang stalking is a real thing that has been around for decades or maybe even centuries just used in different ways but it is unlikely to happen to the average person you can find endless online communities of individuals claiming they have been a victim of gang stalking for years as i've said before this topic has been highly under researched and i'm not sure why as there is also a clear link between the belief of being gang stalked and mental illness Regardless, it must be a scary feeling to feel that you are being watched 
or that your life is some sort of twisted version of The Truman Show. I truly hope there is more research done into gang stalking, as well as figuring out the reason why so many people claim to be a victim of gang stalking. We know that mental health is real, but claiming that every person who labels themselves as a targeted individual as delusional or mentally ill is extremely problematic. Could some of them be right though, that our own governments and authorities are covertly stalking citizens and potentially gaslighting them so those around them don't take it as seriously, causing everyone else to do the same? This method is as old as time, and stranger things have happened on earth, which is why keeping an open mind is always great. Thanks for listening, I really appreciate it. If you enjoy the strange, morbid and curious, I'll see you in the next episode. Stay safe guys. For real.